Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We are going to be revving the word today, our weekly rev the word. I hope these are blessing you. I hope you are finding yourself strengthened from the inmost being of who you are. However you plan to move your body today is all good to me. Walking, running, hiking, jogging, biking, lifting weights, doing dishes, changing diapers, laundry, cleaning house, whatever it is. Um, I hope that this will... Oh, cleaning out closets. I've heard that's been a good one too. That really excites me. Minimizing, getting rid of the clutter. However, I hope the music motivates your soul, your spirit. That's really what the music's here to do is to support and encourage the comes behind the word because if we didn't even have the music the word would be enough amen so you'll hear music you will hear um, scripture and today I'm going to invite you today that as I uh, say scripture I'm going to give you time to repeat the scripture I'm going to say the scripture you repeat the scripture we're going to just really old school it and I'm sure the Holy Spirit's going to teach as we're going and teach you things as you're going. But this is a really important teaching today. This is the armor of God. Now, I know we can all of a sudden feel like we're 12 years old and going, oh, maybe six years old. Like, yeah, yeah, I learned that in grade school or I learned that in Sunday school or maybe you've never learned it, but you've heard about it. And it can seem kind of kitschy, right? It can seem kind of, it's just that that old saying where the the familiar becomes unfamiliar. We don't even know it anymore because we we know we think we know it so well. But God's word is active and alive, sharper than any two uh, than any double-edged sword. So it is supposed to continue every day if we read it with fresh eyes, with eyes of a child. Um, it's like my kid. I don't know how many times I read the story of the hungry caterpillar to to my daughter or to my son. Um, <laughs> Uh, let the pigeon drive the bus or pigeon behind the wheel. I mean, I drove, I wrote, read, read those over and over and they never got old to them ever until one day it's like they, either my attitude or their, their familiarity, it just was done. But every day is a new day with us in Christ. Every day we approach like a son or a daughter. So we're going to be in the armor of God today. I'm going to leave room for you to listen to the Lord and let the word go in deep, deep, deep. So God, Help us. <laughs> Two words in every prayer. Help me. God, help me. How about that? All right, so endurance today, you get to just do what you want to do steady. There are no interval suggestions. Again, I encourage walking. I encourage just throw off the yoke. Unless if you are abusing food during the day, it the workouts are never going to matter. They're just, they don't matter. Um, true, really, our, our health is made in our input. What are we putting in? Then we won't have to be so extremely concerned about output. I really believe life in the spirit is a lot easier than we make it, but we're, we make it more about the output than the input. If we put good in, our life will output good. So the workouts shouldn't feel like you have to. They really just support a life well-lived. If you are abusing food, please, we invite you. Come on over, revelationwellness.org. I mean, we're all abusing something in some way, right? So every day I need the righteousness of God to help me from, from abusing my... I can use my own emotions as a way to 
get what I want. Amen? So however I express that, some, some will turn to food, some will turn to anger, some will turn to, turn to gossip, some will turn to uh, you know, introverting or coming and withdrawing in or depression or hopelessness. just doesn't matter. But whatever it is, we specialize in this model of fitness, health, food, fitness, wellness, all that, because we know the world is going to offer you that as a solution to pull yourself up by the bootstraps. And we say, let us put on your gospel shoes. We're going to learn about those today. All right, so you can learn more about us at revelationwellness.org. Head over there. Become a monthly partner with us. Get in our challenge groups. Oh my gosh, the challenge groups. Tonight, I'm going to have a call, a live call with just our challenge group. Uh, And we are going to, I just know the Lord's going to do great things. We're not going to hide behind our phones. We're going to come and meet video conference call and work these things out. So I'm telling you, if you're burnt out, overworked, stressed out, overeating, undereating, controlling, fearing, shaming, body shaming, whatever, however, you're just not well, become a, uh, join us, become a partner with us as our gift to you back. We will do RevWell TV together and we will go further and deeper. All right. Are you ready? Already probably moving your feet, however it feels good to you. We start the playlist in three, two, one, play. (sighs) I want you to use this time really moving meditation. How about that? Just move your body and meditate on the word. That is never time wasted. Meditate and move the word. Notice notice the weight of your feet. Always, I'm always gonna tell you that. I'm doing this on a bike, a spin bike. So I notice like it feels just that much better if I sit up a little tall, press my hips back, open my heart, move from my core, move from your core, move from the center of your being. So Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we love you. We need you. Thank you that you want us. Thank you that right now you smile. You love us so much. Open our eyes of our heart to see you, to know you, and to become more like you our true identity, our new creation. We just breathe fire into that new creation, God. Holy Spirit, fan the flame. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you lift the corners of your mouth? Have fun. I want you to put some smile lines on your face. How about that? That's a crown of glory right there. (laughs) 
she has laughed much and maybe you've cried much amen because those who sow in tears will reap sheaves of joy <laughs> joy and suffering they are not they're, they're two sides of the same coin and on both sides says citizen of the kingdom it's the economy of the kingdom joy and suffering let's just step into it okay let's be unafraid throw off everything that would hinder or entangle us all right, here comes the word. Ephesians 6, starting in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against the rulers, authorities, the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as those for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, Take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. This is the word of the Lord. Just receive it and let it settle in. Release yourself from the responsibility of figuring out. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. But right now, see the Holy Spirit gladly going to work getting you dressed. So that you may stand. This whole thing is about you standing. Firmed, fixed, 
not shrinking back and not raging ahead. Peace. Your feet readied with the gospel of peace wherever they stand there's peace come on come on come on get dressed that you would stand don't fall for the game it's a game don't fall for it you don't fight people You're in a cosmic battle, and you're in the crosshairs. And the enemy, all of his arrows, all his bullets, they can't kill us. Death, where's your sting? You're literally, we're like literally the Terminator <laughs> in the Holy Spirit. Fully dressed with a helmet, salvation, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, our peace boots, our sword, and our shield. People will take their best shot and you'll rise back up with love. People will say hurtful things and you will rise back up with the resurrection power, standing, dressed. Right, come on. So many of our decisions are made when we're naked, we're, un we're not dressed. We forget to get dressed. If we got dressed purposely, I'm convinced we would make decisions in line with the kingdom. Truth and love, truth and love. Step of truth with my right foot, step of love with my left, truth and love for we do not fight flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places I'm gonna give you some time all I want you to say over and over for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Nine words, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Then go ahead and let the Holy Spirit unpack that. Maybe it's someone's name. Maybe they're gonna, Holy Spirit, give us eyes to see that person through the lens of love. Go ahead, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood.
some of you have commenced war against your own body. It is your ally. It's your friend. It's beautiful. It's your vehicle. It's your vessel. Make amends with it right now. Ask for forgiveness. Ask for forgiveness from the Father for fighting the wrong thing. You got confused in the chaos. And you started fighting flesh and blood. Listen, even the words somebody says, they're either life or death. The death speaking words, those are just attached to that person's flesh. Anything attached to their flesh, any motive of the flesh, I promise you, if they could do better, they would. I believe it. I believe it. They're fighting flesh and blood because their flesh and blood fought flesh and blood and their flesh and blood generations of wars against humanity. Right now we turn, we see the evil one. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Now let's turn and see the target for a second. I don't like to give the enemy a whole lot of attention, but let's turn our eyes to see him. Because you cannot shoot what you don't see clearly. Here's who we battle. The rulers, authorities, and cosmic powers. Rulers. So see it. Rulers. Those with... You know, in this country, we vote in our rulers. <laughs> and guess what? Even if you say, I didn't, vote for, I didn't vote for them, well, it doesn't matter. In your own life, you vote in your rulers. So who have you given permission to be your authority? To write the laws on your heart. Who has that permission? God? Or everything but. <laughs> Rulers. Authorities. Those are people that back up that law. Hell and all his minions at work. Here's what I know. I love it. I think it's Bill Johnson says, one day when we get to heaven and we see the enemy for who he is, we're going to look and go, really? It's you all this time? And we're going to be looking down at him 
like a mouse in the corner. Anyone have a dog? A little dog with a big bark? I know it. Rulers, authorities, cosmic powers. This is why, listen, don't try to figure this out. Cosmic powers. My mind is so limited. God sees the whole picture. He sees the entire battle, front to end. He sees this cosmic battle, and he just says to us, child, stay close. Otherwise, you're gonna try and eat from the tree of knowledge, from the tree of Google, the tree of Facebook. Come to me. This is a cosmic battle. It's far beyond anything I would even want you to have to comprehend. It's too much. Spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. This is who we battle. And I'm telling you, he's already under our feet. But if we're not dressed in our armor, we'll run around in fear, in pain, in confusion, hurting one another. You see that in the Old Testament, that God would win battles for the Israelites <laughs> simply by confusing the enemy. They wouldn't even need to pull out a weapon. They would kill themselves. And you know what confuses evil? <laughs> when you don't take the bait. Oh my gosh, nothing ramps him up and gets him more crazy than you not being crazy. <laughs> Laugh right now. We see you. He has one play. He's a one-trick pony. Hurt him. And then get them to dwell on their hurt. Get them to deny the goodness of God because of the hurt. He has one trick. He's a one-trick pony. So let's go, come on. Wise up, wise up. This is your enemy, he's not that complex. He's not creative. He can only take what God already created and twist it, bend it. He has no creative power, he's a fraud. In the beginning, when God created the heaven and the earth, he called it all good. He called it all good. Your body, food, Adam and Eve in relationship, the work that they were to do, all of creation. 
Good. But we argue with God, don't we? We, we go, God, this doesn't look good. This doesn't feel good. And we let the rulers, the authorities, the cosmic powers over this present darkness and the spiritual forces of evil. We invite them onto the playground and say, hey, let's hang out. Let's have a play date. You can spend the night. What? No. Have nothing to do with evil. Flee from it. God always tells us to stand firm. But your soul inside is saying, no way, I run from this. Standing firm in God, fleeing from evil, staying rooted in love, dressed. Let's talk about the armor. Verse 13, therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Repeat that. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Having done all to stand firm. Stand firm. Stand. Take up the armor, see the Holy Spirit show you what it looks like for you to take up the armor. That you're able to withstand, having done all to stand. The word stand means to remain stationary, to remain upright, to maintain one's position to endure successfully. Stand. Take up the armor. Pick up your fatigues. They've been issued. They're issued to you. They're fitted for you. And we all have them. is connected to the word abide, a point, continue, covenant, continue. We make God saying, listen, I already promised myself over you. Remain, stand, stay, come on. Stand. Stand. I'm going to go quiet. I'm going to let you 
meditate what it looks like to stand in your life. Rid of malice and anger and bitterness, right? Because we can do the commands, but not really be willing. We need to move our will into being willing. Move from having a will to being willing. Smile. He's got this. Stand. Stand, abide, stay right here. Look into the eyes of Jesus, stand. He's got it. Walk on water. Stand. But we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. But rulers, authorities, cosmic powers, and this present darkness against the spiritual forces. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand. to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Come on. Stand firm. Get dressed. <laughs> Confuse the enemy. Speak the word. Speak it. Rest in it. You get two choices when the enemy throws darts, flaming darts. Take a nap in the boat. Rest. Enjoy the rest. This is 
So when that type of war is happening, God's literally saying, let me take care of this. Watch me. You rest. Or he says, Elisa, wake up. Follow me. And he walks on water. And I walk with him. He runs on water and I run with him. He climbs mountains that are way too high for me. He goes into valleys that are so dark that I might be tempted to fear. But I'm abiding. And I'm seeing parts of life that my flesh, without the prompting and leading of the Holy Spirit, could never go, nor would it want to ever go. He wants us with Him 24 7, 365. Stand. All right, so now that we, we are aware, we're aiming our artillery in the right direction, not people, not flesh and blood. But into a realm of darkness, of rulers, authorities, cosmic powers. Here's the thing, it's dark. If I'm gonna aim at something in the dark, I still need some light to see. Some people run away from the dark. So where do I get the light? From the truth. Lies hibernate and incubate in darkness. But remember, darkness belongs to God too. He gave some territory to the enemy. This world, he said, go ahead. You can have this world. You can play around if you want, but my kids, they're gonna have light with them. And if you've ever turned light on in a dark, dank closet or basement, you know all the critters go running. They scatter. The light is blinding to them. But not for you, because you walk in the light. Because you're covered in truth. Verse 14. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth. Right now, belt of truth put it on and I think it's I'm pretty sure Paul's a personal trainer 
Because if you're going to get dressed with something, start first with the core. What holds the lower body? What connects the lower body to the upper body? The mid, the core, the belt of truth. Truth is what brings heaven to earth and earth to heaven. Get it? If I'm rooted in truth, I'm not trying to evade this earth, totally planted in it. I'm here for a set purpose, for a set time. My feet on the ground, but my upper, my heart, my head rising. Only truth can integrate me. Only truth. Some people would say love. Now, well, love, that's why you guys, we're living in a time when I see the church bailing out on truth for the sake of love. It's love and truth. Just like we have a sword and a shield, love and truth. Love in one hand, truth in the other. Which one do you prefer is the question. He doesn't say put on the belt of love. He doesn't even say anything about love being our armor. Isn't that interesting? It's not because it's our motive. But I need more than motives. I need something concrete. I need commands. You want a God that commands your soul. Don't hijack God from his truth. Just in exchange to get more love. In his truth. The deeper you go in the truth, the deeper you go in love. The deeper you go in love, the deeper you go in truth. Same side, two sides of the same coin. Which do you prefer is the question. Remember, we're not trying to wield truth to hurt people. We wield truth to save them. And listen, you're gonna get hurt because it's much easier to love. But speak the truth in love. Speak it. Never lose sight of what God sees. He sees his child. That person that offended you is just as loved by God as you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He loves. Love will have the final say. But truth is the medicine for the soul. Put it on right now. Put on the belt. Core in. Head up. Feet firm. Notice how the truth integrates you lower body to upper body earth to heaven upper body to lower body heaven to earth keep it on
belt of truth. Repeat that, belt of truth. I've told you guys this, with your core engaged, with your belt of truth on, you can relieve the pressure from your knees, gravity, up to 40%. Come on, literally means you can float above this. Belt of truth. What's some truth right now? For God so loved the world, that he made a sacrifice, his only son, that whomever should believe in him should have eternal life. What other truth? Go ahead. What other truth comes up? Go ahead. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. We do not wage war like the earth. Come on. Truth. Uh-huh. Truth. For they worshiped and served created things rather than creator God. And God turned them over to their debased mind. But God, who is rich in mercy, <laughs> while we were still sinners, died for us. Oh, what great love this is. Belt of truth, friends. Whenever you know you're in truth, when it stirs up, your rebel joy. <laughs> You're able to see the real fight. You're able to take that rest in the boat or run on water. Yep, great cloud of witnesses. It starts there. If I'm slipping down the mountain, if I'm starting to fight the wrong battle, I'm believing lies. That's how it goes. So go get his truth and none of us have, we are all without excuse. Those smartphones, Bible apps, come on. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Last pray to righteousness. Go. Let the Holy Spirit put on your breastplate of righteousness. Why the breastplate? Ask him. I run to the throne room. I 
Why the blessed plate of righteousness? If you know this from a from a science point of view, but did you know your core? If you can keep that area warm, you'll keep that core temperature. If it's cold, you'll keep it from freezing. The heart, the lungs, all the most important parts that work in conjunction with the brain is right there in the midsection. This is why I say, if you listen to the podcast series on gut health, our bellies, our desires, we fed them wrong because we weren't thinking righteously. We forgot who we were. We ingested stuff prior to knowing who God says we are, prior to trusting his truth for us, his love for us, righteousness. He's covering it, the breastplate. Now put on your shoes, shoes for your feet. Put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Go ahead. Repeat this, my feet are ready today with the gospel of peace. On your feet, wherever you go, you bring reconciliation. Be reconciled to God. Peace. Right now, speak it over the gym, the neighborhood, your house. Peace lives here. Peace dwells here. Peace shall reign. And of his government, there will be no lack of increase. The Prince of Peace rules this house. The Prince of Peace rules this body. Good job. Keep going. We're almost there. We're starting to cool down. If you'd like, we have a couple more songs. I love that he didn't ready our feet with truth. <laughs> Isn't that good? He didn't ready our feet with truth because then that means I would be moving out. 
I would be bringing truth to situations before there's peace. That's why people that are hurting, that hurt you, remember whatever people that hurt you are just because they're hurting. They don't need truth, you need truth. They need to be reconciled to God. We don't do that by speaking truth first. You, you build the bridge with love. And then once that bridge is strong enough, it can endure and hold the weight of truth. So, peace. Our whole, wherever we step our feet, we're bringing the reconciliation of God. Ephesians earlier tells us that we are ministers, ambassadors of reconciliation. God making his appeal through us. Hey, it's going to be a great day. Say kind words. I've told you guys this, when I'm having a rough day, when I'm stuck in my own stinking thinking, I get up, I leave my home, and I go to look for a need, someone I can bless, life I can speak. Or I'll open up the Word of God, I'll get a message and I'll Facebook Live it. Even if my heart, I just preach to my soul, bless, speak it. There's a declaration that is backed up by creation. First God speaks, then creation happens. You are the sign. Remember that. You're the sign. You're the witness. Have people have questions of why you can have such hope. Why are you so happy? Why are you so present? Why are you not scrolling on your phone? <laughs> can startle people now to talk to them, yeah? It's weird. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit. I love how these three kind of come together, spoken of. You know why? Think about it. You ever watch a football game and they hit really hard? What comes flying off of them? Their helmet. You don't see that their shoulder pads come flying off them. You don't see their breast protection thing come flying off. You don't see their shoes coming off them because you can tighten those down. But the helmet, right? Because I can't, if I make that too tight, I'll have a hard time seeing where I'm going or the pressure to my head, right? That my head is much more sensitive than my, my feet. In terms of wearing something or fitting something. So the, it's so easy for us to forget our salvation. It's so easy to forget, wait a minute, God's my, God saves, not me. And we'll get our helmet knocked off and we'll start battling start 
you know, and without, if I don't have my helmet on, I should just lay down my sword and my shield. <laughs> Let me get my helmet on. And now I have my sword and my shield, which those as well can come flying out of my hand. But if I wield them, if I work my grip, my grip on the sword, the word of God, I grab onto it every day, all day. Grab it, work your grip strength, grab it. You ever see people squeezing those squeeze balls, working their grip strength? What are you grabbing for? What are you reaching for most? The word of God. Let it comfort you and let it confront you. I love the kid. The gospel is, is balanced. All right, that's why if we talk on one side of the gospel, there's a whole other side of the gospel that we can be forgetting because we can come lopsided. If all we study is love, we'll forget truth. If all we study is truth, we'll forget love. Grab love, grab truth. Work your grip strength so you can wield that sword. Keep your eyes clear. So I feel like, I tell God, I wish there's one more part of the body we need, or one more piece of armor, gospel, or goggles. <laughs> I feel like we need like aviator goggles. That way I can see stuff doesn't get in my eyes. I keep my eyes seeing what he's seeing. Oh, that'd be great. But that's not in the gospel. So <laughs> I just add that. That's my accoutrement. Shield of faith. Same thing. The word of God and faith. Right? Faith. And the righteous shall live by faith. Those that keep their breastplate on will live by faith. That seat, shield. Yeah, God. More faith on the earth. That's what he wants to see. You're part of this. You're part of his big comeback. Faith on the earth. Father, may it increase through us as we are fully dressed, ready to stand firm and contend for the whole gospel truth and love peace on our feet truth on our belt righteousness on our heart salvation on our head shield of faith <laughs> sword of the spirit the word of God thank you God that you did not leave us vulnerable you've given us what to wear. Help us to get dressed in it. Help us not to get out of bed. God, help us to learn to sleep in it. <laughs> Let us go to bed. Only you can turn armor into a Snuggie. If you don't know what that is, go Google. Only you, God, can turn a Snuggie into full-blown armor the kind that multiplies. If it gets knocked off, it gets put right back on. We love you, God. Thank you for this gift of your word. Heal us and we'll be healed. Put us on mission. 
to bring peace, truth, love into the world. In Jesus' name, amen. To be